What forges commitment? In America's Navy, you'll think about quitting. From the drills, the aches, the cold. But shipmates face every challenge as one. Every push to the edge. Every call to defend. Because out here, we're part of something bigger. A force that never quits. The sea forges commitment in every sailor. America's Navy. Forged by the sea. Discover commitment at Navy.com. All right. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, or good night, or good morning, or whenever you're listening to this, or good grief. My name is Willie Lawson, and this is Fightback Media. And uh, I just wanted to just wanted to talk to somebody about some things that you know we have. Um, we do have a cancel culture in America that if things aren't going right, like they people think they should be, or people aren't saying what they think that they should say then we are of the mind that they should be fired, they should be replaced uh, immediately. And you know what, and we talk about that when we start talking, conservatives talk about this when we're talking about anybody who says anything that isn't progressive, that the left comes out and wants to see them fired, their show canceled, or their, you know what, no one booked them for, for appearances, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's interesting and as I look at this, and I know some of you will disagree, but that's what this is all about. I see a similar cancel culture politically when we start talking about term limits. I, I will, I'll be upfront with you. I have never thought, and I still don't think, and I think I'm going to try to um, prove some of my case here, think that term limits necessarily are the best idea. Um automating the pro I, I always worry about government artificially automating a process. I just always have, I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm not just as, I'm not, maybe I'm not as trusting as I might be. What do you think? Maybe I'm not. But anytime I think that the process is automated and my responsibility is taken, taken away from me, I think that I'm losing a right at the same time. So, um, so I decided that I would look at, the makeup or some of the makeup to a cursory makeup of our U.S. Congress. And I thought that that was important because then we could see if term limits are needed. You know, um, what's his face? John Connors just passed away. Connors Connors just passed away. Uh, And he had spent 53 years in Congress. That's too long. But frankly, I don't put that on him. You know what he is from? He was from he was from the the Detroit area, and um, started winning elections back in 1964, and basically um, dominated politically in that area. There were elections where he would easily win. I mean, election after election cycle, win by eighty with eighty percent of the vote. Eighty percent of the vote. Okay. So. Apparently, people in that area kept voting for him and kept sending him back to Congress. <laughs> I mean, for 50 years. It was crazy. I think, I mean, I, when I get to get started with this, I think that that's too long. But I don't put that on Jan, on John Connors. I don't, I don't put that on the, on the process. I put that back on the people. And I really don't think automating the process would change the makeup necessarily of Congress. Uh, other than it'd be different people, but I don't think it'd change the makeup of of, of Congress. I think the, the makeup would be the same. 
I think we still have the same number of progressives. I think we have we have the same number of black people. I think we have the same number of women. I think that we'd have the same number of white men. I think we'd have the same number. The parties and the and responsible people for getting people in office would just replace the person that turned out with someone just like them. Someone just like them. So I think that they would figure that process out. So but anyway, this, this, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to look at uh, we're going to look at what we have now in con- Congress, the makeup of Congress, because we talk a lot about term limits, but we but we don't talk about what what is the current makeup of Congress. Is is our term limit still necessary? We'll find out right after these messages. Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes or is the best time perhaps today. During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell that we're doing the show at night, right? You can tell that I'm do, 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 doing the show at like 11 o'clock at night, right? Because of the music choices. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, in any case, um, I, I promise you when we got back, we would look at, at the makeup of Congress. I wanted to look at the top 10 people who, who are currently in the 115th uh, Congress and their tenure in Congress. Um the number one person who's been in Congress along is is Dan Young, and I believe Dan Young is Dan Young is a Republican congressman from Arkansas, I believe. Um, twenty three twenty three years. Uh, and it's an odd number because he won a special election and got in. 
And most of the odd numbers were special elections held. And that's why it's an odd number. Um, that's why they get an extra year because maybe they somebody retired or died um, or, you know, or ran for something else. Uh, and so they have to have had to have a special election. So they end up with an extra year or one last year, depending on how you look at it. Oh. And then there is James Sensenbrenner, uh, another Republican, 20 years in. 20 years, that's 10 terms. Um, And then Harold Roger, another Republican, 19 years. Christopher Smith, another Republican, 19 years. And number five um, is Steny Hoyer. It's the first Democrat at only 19 years. Okay. Then Then Marcy Captor, 18 years, followed by um, Sander Levin, another Democrat, 18 years. Joe um, Barton, a Republican, 17 years. Peter Visklowski, um 17 years, a, a Democrat. And Peter uh, DeFazio at 16 years. And now there were like nine people tied at 16 years. Uh, well, actually, there were eight people tied at 16 years. Half of them Democrats, half of them Republican. So, and So the idea is that half of these people... 14 of the people that I mentioned are Republicans and 14, excuse me, yet nine people are Republicans and nine people are Democrats. So it isn't any one party that has a monopoly on people who have been in Congress for what people might consider too long. It's, it's hardly a monopoly on either, on either party. Um, so I said, well, let's, let's look a little deeper. Let's look a little deeper. Um, I wanted to know what, what were the percentage of people who have been in Congress 10 or more terms? 10 or more terms. Well, frankly, there's only been two people right now. But that's going to that's going to increase one, two, three, four, five, possibly. But right now there's only two. And that might end up being seven the next go around. But right now there's only two people who have been in Congress for 10 terms or more. And that's a 04 percent of the total the total uh people in the house of representatives are 435 uh 435 so only two of them have had 10 or more terms and that's dan young the republican and james since um sensenbrenner uh they both have served 20 23 and 20 years respectively and 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 we got to be honest and frankly it's a lot of a lot of Republicans and a lot of conservatives screaming for term limits when the two two people in the House of Representatives that have served the longest have both been Republicans. So, <sighs> actually, the top three, four are Republicans. Huh. So I said, well, let's let's, let's poke around some more. Uh, how many first term people there are? People who have who have had less than one term, and that's first termers. Fourteen point nine percent. Of the 435 people in the House of Representatives, almost 15% are there for their first term this time. 15%. You think, well, that's not bad, is it? Well, no. No, that's probably a good number. Maybe it should be a little higher. Maybe it should be closer, in my opinion, up to 25%, possibly. Um, But that's not on the system. That's on the voters, isn't it? One more thing. Let's look at um, how many people have served five or more terms. Five or more terms. That's 10 years. 
19% of those in Congress have served five or more terms. That's 10 years. 20%. So that begs the um, question for me. Um, and you can look at the numbers yourself. And you can, I mean, and there isn't anything to, to, just no interpretation of numbers. People have, this is how long people have served and that, and you just go with that. Um, and some, and some areas are going to be Democrat run because of the demographic. Some are going to be Republican run because of the demographic. And that's just how, that's just how it is. And, and I'm not even trying to get into that side of the argument. It's just how long people have served. If you think that we still need term limits, please let me know. Send me an email, wls860 at gmail.com, and say what you think the maximum term should be. Should it be five terms? Should it be 10 years? Should it be two years longer than any presidential term? Now, we dump a lot on presidents. I think that we do what we, you know, we do with presidents, what we do with quarterbacks. Uh, We either give them way too much credit or we give them way too much blame because there are, are so many moving parts, of course, in government, uh, especially at that level. We're not only dealing with internal parts and internal moving pieces, but you're talking about players in foreign lands being a part of pretty much everything that the president gets to do, thinks to do, wants to do, doesn't get to do. Doesn't even get to talk about sometimes, but the president is the person that takes on all that responsibility and all those accolades. Um, so, but the only consistent thing that 20%, think about it, 20% of Congress has been around, almost 20% of Congress has been around longer than any one president. So the most consistent thing, this most consistent thing is what? Congress. The most consistent thing is Congress. And, and of course, there's that percentage of people who have served uh, five or more terms and then six or six or more terms up to nine or six to nine terms. That's a pretty sizable um, group, too. That's 40. That's I don't know. That's that, that's 30 percent or so of Congress has been there between five and nine terms excuse me, being six and nine terms between 12 and 18 years. Is that too long? Is that too long? But again, what we know is that the only consistent thing about what's going on on Capitol Hill is Congress. Their committees, um, all of the things that, um, all of the things that either make Washington go or makes or makes Washington no. So, um, are we already doing? Uh, my question to, to you today is: Are we as voters doing our job in making sure that this mix in the Congress is always bubbling, is always different, is always stirring with new people? No, I, I think the, the 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 arguments I give for term limits are always well. These people get too comfortable. Well, yeah. My question is, how in the heck can they get comfortable? 
they have to run every two years. You get a year to do crap, and then you have to you have to run the next year. How can how can we be letting them get comfortable? So I elect you in 2020, and in 2021 you got to come back to me and tell me what you did. And if I like it, I'll vote for you again in 2022. If I didn't like it, I'll vote for somebody else in 2022. I, I you know a year later. You hear me? So I'm not sure how people get comfortable. I'm not sure how they get comfortable enough to to run 10 times and win 10 times and serve for 20 years, let alone some of the outliers that served for more than that. I don't know how that's even possible. It's not them getting comfortable. It's you. It's me getting comfortable. And it's interesting when anytime somebody talks about term limits, they're really only talking about term limits for for you. When Republicans are talking term limits, they talk about term limits for Democrats. And when Democrats are talking term limits, they're talking term limits for Republicans. Because my guy is cool. I, I, we need term limits for your guy. You know, people in Florida were screaming for term limits for Barney Frank. You know, they, they were screaming for term limits for John Conyers. They were uh, screaming for term limits because of Elijah Cummings. Or Nancy Pelosi. Or... Um, Maxine Waters. That's why people in Florida were screaming for term limits. Republicans and, and Tea Party folks were screaming for term limits in Florida, not because of their own people, not because of people like Bill Young, who spent fifty plus years in federal in, in you know in federal government. That's not who they were talking about. They were talking about your guy. My guy needs to stay as long as he wants to. Your guy needs to go after after five terms. That's what they're talking about. And that's silly, isn't it? It's just silly. So what we need to start doing is, is, is offering a single term, which we already do. Because all 435 candidates for the House representatives have to run every two years. And if they have to run every two years, then there's an opportunity to get rid of them every two years. There isn't any reason to suffer um, and, and again, it's, it's terrible to speak ill of the dead of John Conyers and his district or Elijah Cummings and his district. So it's hard to um, speak ill of the dead, but you can't tell the truth. These people ran horrific, horri- horrific districts. And basically, they didn't bring home the bacon in, e- in, in any of these districts, and it was just terrible. And there, and the only reason that they kept coming back is because the people who lived in those districts under those conditions kept sending them back. We'll be back with more of the program right after these messages.
it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. to pressure you it's alright I will give you time alright well thank you again for coming what you're hearing now is the um, the theme music for The Morning Report with Willie Lawson and Paul Swanson also a, a production of Fightback Media um, we try to do that every day, and um, sometimes sometimes we don't make it because we're again we're not getting paid for this, and uh, we do this because we love it, and you're not paying for it either. So, <laughs> uh, so we try to get there every day, and 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 I'm gonna try to get there tomorrow. But Tuesdays are hard for people of a certain age because Tuesdays are frankly our doctor's appointment days, and I've got to go. Actually, I got to go get blood taken tomorrow, so hopefully I can get up get blood taken, get back and get back here by 11, um, to knock that out. Um, so this is, this, this is something that we do every day. Um, we try to hit whatever's topical for the morning. Like this morning we talked about, um, the, um, the, the elimination of the founder of ISIS. We talked about Katie Hill and her, and her picadillos. Um, and we talked about the death of John Conyers. And um, the, the, the death of John Conyers sort of sparked this conversation this evening because it is incredible that someone could be in Congress for 43 years. So, so, I, so I was like, well, who else has been around for that long? Well, right now, no one's been around 40 years. Right now, serving in this Congress, Dan Young has been around the longest. So it is um, something that we really need to look at, especially when we are mindlessly yelling, we need term limits. Do we? Do we need term limits? Or do we need a more engaged electorate that will stay engaged 
every election cycle that will not go to sleep, that will not get complacent. Do we, is that, which would you rather, frankly, which would you rather have? Now don't, don't get all cynical on me and say, well, people aren't going to, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't want to hear that crap. Which would you rather have? Would you rather have a engage, an informed and a engaged electorate? Or would you have rather have the system not require you be informed or engaged? Do you trust the system that much? Do you? That it would have the best interest of the of the union, the best interest of the Republican mind? Where have you seen where where has you seen government or anything in the system promote the um the republic and personal freedoms? Where where uh, please tell me. I haven't seen it. Have you? I must put the onus back on the electorate. I will continue to put the, the onus back on the electorate. I don't think that term limits are necessary. I think that it's necessary for people to get up off their ass, stay involved, stay engaged, vote for the best thing for your community. Not get caught up on in name recognition, get caught up on, on how much they've gotten done, and, and are, are you living? Are you living better? Are your personal freedoms being protected where you live? Are your property rights being protected where you live? How much is the federal government, de- you know, what dealing with you where you live, and how you live? That's what your representative is there to do. They're there to represent you and and protect your personal, uh, your personal liberties. Stay involved. Stay engaged. My name is Willie Lawson. This is Fight Back Media Program. We appreciate you being there. Uh, We will see you when we see you. Just like always, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. See you when we see you. If you love scratchers from the Virginia Lottery, you probably also love when your dog nails a new trick. That's an everyday win, baby. Come on, Ranger, roll over. (laughs) Hun, did you see? He did it. Ranger rolled over. Oh, yeah. And now he's peeing on the rug. The rollover, though, still an everyday win. Like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Available in different prices and varieties at a lottery retailer near you. The Virginia Lottery. Everyday wins. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Available in different prices and varieties at a lottery retailer near you. The Virginia Lottery. Everyday wins. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com.